As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Welcome to Financial Issues. I am Shanna Burt, continuing on for our beloved founder, Dan Celia, who has gone into glory. Well, we are live here with you today, and you're noticing some changes if you're watching us on Facebook or on the, the phone app or the computer or the TV app. Uh, we're going through some set changes here. We're developing our technology here at the set in Texas. And we're serving you from all over the country. So our control room's in Pennsylvania. I'm here in Texas. And the other part of the team is in Florida. So just pray for us as we continue to carry on the mission of financial issues and to serve you and help you get your mind right about your money, about whose it is and what we're supposed to do with it as God leads us through these um, this new season. So today is Rapid Fire Friday. We will be taking your calls. We'll try to get to as many of those calls as we can. We've been doing a pretty good job of that lately as we're, we're getting to just about every single call that's coming in. So if you have questions about your portfolio, uh, any, any kind of financial planning issue that you have, or you just want to make comments about um, how the system has worked for you, we're happy to hear that and share that with the people listening. If you're watching this on Facebook, please share us with your friends and family as we go through uh, the financial issues that we're going to cover today. And we're really going to talk about a lot about freedom and what we're going to be celebrating this weekend as Americans as we celebrate the 4th of July. So I just want to remind you that we do have a part uh, campaign going on with one of our stewardship partners, uh, India Partners, and it is a campaign to fight human trafficking. You can find out more about this campaign if you go to our website, which is financialissues.org. There's a little uh, banner in the upper right-hand corner for India Partners. If you click on that, it's going to give you all the details about the campaign. Our goal is for... $100,000. And this is going to help India Partners acquire a property 
where um, they can secure a place for children who are rescued out of the sex trade to be housed, to get food, to get education, so that they don't have to go back into the same way of life that they came out of. So we need at least uh, 100 partners, I'm sorry, 400 partners to give $275 or more. $275 provides a month of shelter, food, and education and protection for these children who are growing up in just horrific conditions. And that's one of the things that we're called to do as Christians. We're called to use the resources that we have in here in the land of the free, in the home of the brave, most of us experience an abundance. All of our needs are met, and we even have extra. And so we're called to share that with others who need it because it shows them the love of Christ. So let's take a look at where some financial issues, where we are in the markets. So yesterday, the S&P 500 closed lower by almost nine-tenths of a percent, and the NASDAQ closed lower at uh, 1.3%. That keeps us still in correction territory or bear territory for both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. As we navigate through these challenging times, we're here to help you keep a perspective on it. Um, You know, there's really no place to go if you're thinking about getting out of the market. I mean, you could go into bonds or fixed income, but in a rising interest rate environment, bond prices go down. We've already seen, uh, you know, the bond market off more than 10%. So the stock market's off 20 to 30%. The bond market's off 10%. Um, I just mentioned crypto. It's not something that we recommend as part of your portfolio, but it's off more than 50% and sliding even further. So, you know, there's there's really no place to go. If you're sitting in cash, you're still losing value. Um, you may not see your dollars decrease, but you will see the purchasing power decrease as inflation continues to rise. And we're sitting at about a and 8.6% inflation right now, or at least that's the stated rate. It feels much higher in lots of other things. So just as kind of a recap for this week, what we saw come out the economic news, we had durable goods orders came up, uh, came out and they were up a little bit. That indicates some continuing signs of strength in the economy. Um, as we are seeing things cool off, pending home sales came in up as a surprise to analysts and have still been, we're still seeing a very, very strong housing market in spite of interest rates increasing almost 100%. So I suspect that we will see some weakening in the housing market, but that's going to be a good thing as we, as that starts to uh, moderate inflation, if we start to see some decreases there. On Tuesday, we had wholesale and retail inventories come out, and they indicated a little bit of a softening in consumer demand, which is what the Fed is after as they're trying to get inflation down by raising rates. Uh, Consumer confidence also slipped under 100 uh, this week, so that is uh, not a great thing as our economy is consumer-driven, so it's it's a downward spiral when consumers stop spending money, when they get into this hunker-down mentality, which we're not there yet, but we're uh, heading in that direction, or at least consumers are indicating that they are concerned about that, as they see inflation continue to increase. 
So we're coming up on the 4th of July. Uh, we've got a long weekend this weekend. We won't be live with you Monday because we'll be celebrating the 4th of July with our friends and family as well. So as we look at the, the normal things that we do on the 4th of July, get together, cook out, you know, um, do things to celebrate our freedom, we're seeing, we're feeling the, inf the effects of inflation. So beef and pork, you know, food in general is up 10%, beef and pork up 12%, while chicken is up 24 to 38% in the last year. On a somewhat positive note, AAA gas prices, the national average for gas went down another $0.04 cents to $4.84. So it's good that it's going down, but it's still really bad to see gas prices at $4.84. Um, as this weekend, 42 million Americans are taken to the road on this holiday season. So lots of people traveling. Speaking of inflation, Airfares are up 45% since 2019. So pre-pandemic, uh, we've, we've seen inflation in airfares up 45%. Now, that's mostly due to what a trend that's being called travel revenge. You know, everybody was locked down for so long, and they want to get back out. Um, they want to go see friends and family. They want to go see places. And so there's a very, very high demand for travel. Unfortunately, there's not enough workers in the travel industry to sustain all of this. So we're seeing things like already for this weekend, 600, over 650 flights have already been canceled so far, and that's due to a lack of workers. We're seeing also, you know, hotels cut back on their capacity because they don't have enough people working to clean rooms and provide the kind of service that they want to provide uh, to their customers. So they're cutting capacity there so that they can still provide good service. So uh, we are here on Rapid Fire Friday. When we come back, we're going to get to the Ask Sheena segment of the show where we're going to answer some of the partners' questions that they have posted up there on the website. And we're going to get to your calls. So if you want to give us a call, you can reach us at 610-363-1110. You can also post your questions or comments on social uh, in the comment section, if you're watching on Facebook and also on the website, if you're watching live there, there's a little section to the right where you can post your question or comment and we'll be sure to get to it today. So don't go anywhere. I'm Shana Burt with Financial Issues and we'll be right back after this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Shana Burt on this Rapid Fire Friday. I'm a financial advisor in private practice. Securities are offered through GA Rebel and Company, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, members of FINRA and SIPC. So important to give you that disclaimer as we get to your calls and your questions uh, that you've posted up on social media or on the partner side of the website. If you want to get your call in, you will actually be the first caller in the queue today, and the number is 610-363-1110, and Darlene's not here answering the phone today, but I think it's, who is it, Seth? Is it Luke? We got the man Grant answering the phone today, Shannon. Okay. He's doing a great job. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, I would imagine none of you have ever talked to him before, so you can uh, call in today and um, meet a new member uh, of the FISM team. So um, we will get right to the Ask Shanna questions. And what do we have going there, Seth? Sounds good, Shanna. we got some good questions up here today. We've got Kathy saying, Greetings, Shanna. I'm always alarmed as I watch the indices tank while the leveraged short Q funds seem to be skimming off the top of all the stocks being sold. Would you please explain why I see this correlation? Blessings and thank you so much for your godly and courageous boldness and using your amazing gifts to help us implement godly financial stewardship in our investing. Okay, that's a great question. So there is a correlation there. What happens in the leveraged and short funds is that they're not really doing investing. <laughs> they're they're making bets on what they think is going to happen with the market. So when you short something, it's called selling something short. So it's selling something that you don't actually own because you think it's going to go down. And if it does indeed go down, you get to buy it and you get to capture the difference between what you sold it for when you didn't own it and what you ended up buying it for later. So it's a little bit of a backwards thing. It's all based on speculation. So, you know, when things are uh, when we have bad news in the market and we're expecting the markets to go down, they get shorted. So people sell them short, hoping to buy them at lower prices and make the difference in that spread. So as the markets go down, that tends to capitulate. You know, there's more and more of that. And as there as there's more and more selling, then, um, you know, that just selling begets more selling. And, and that's why you're seeing that correlation there. 
Awesome. Good stuff, Shanna. And then we've got Anita saying, thanks so much for taking over for Dan. You're doing a wonderful job. I've been praying for the Lord to bless you with wisdom. And he is answering my prayer. That's awesome, Shanna. I say amen to that. <laughs> amen. Uh, Anita's question is, should I add money to my variable annuity? I'm 69, married, husband's 79, has a great pension, but at his death, his pension ceases. I've been a partner for several years. As a small investment, I took out a variable annuity about 20 years ago, started it with only a few thousand dollars. I've not added to it, but it's increased steadily over the years. It has guaranteed 3% return and is invested in 100% guaranteed interest account and will annuitize when I'm 85. I have a small pension. Uh, called the insurance company, found it can add to this annuity until the age of 80. I can use my social security to add to it. We are not using my social security as a source of income. What are your suggestions? Well, I'm not a huge fan of variable annuities. Um, if you listen to or watch Dan for any period of time, you knew that he wasn't either. Um, and simply because variable annuities can be very complicated products. So an annuity is just a contract with an insurance company. And the insurance company makes certain guarantees or promises uh, lined out in the contract. The problem with annuities is that there's just there's so many of them out there. Uh, the promises are very complex. So it's not and I'm not saying it's impossible for the average person to understand what's being guaranteed. But I can tell you, in so many cases, it is very misunderstood what is guaranteed and how it's guaranteed. So any times that we as consumers hear the word guaranteed, um, there's some selective understanding going on there. Whatever fear that we have that causes us to seek out some kind of guarantee, you know, uh, what always happens is that we're, we're always willing to, when we're afraid of something, we're willing to give up something, some kind of freedom or some kind of, um, you know, ability to act on our own in exchange for security. So, you know, I would say just look to whatever fear that you're having and and make sure that you really understand the guarantees that you have. If you've had the product for 20 years and it has indeed worked exactly as you have understood it to work, then, you know, it might be okay to do that. 3% is a is a decent return. Um, but if you look at the real rate of return right now with inflation sitting at 8.6%, your real rate of return is actually negative five if you're getting 3%. So now might be a good time to diversify into some things that are a little bit more growth oriented if you have the risk appetite for it. Um, that would be, you know, if you're uh, sounds like you might be a, a good candidate to look at the income strategy that we have for financial issues where we um, seek out very high dividend paying stocks, companies that pay dividends and increase their dividends historically over time. That indicates the strength of a company and it gives you the kind of income that you're desiring. So, and it gives you the ability to have some growth because equity investing, investing in equities is the hedge to inflation or it's the antidote to inflation. So you may just want to consider if all of your assets are in that particular product, you may want to consider adding some diversification to your portfolio. Good stuff, Shanna. I love that. 
We've got Tim here. He's grateful for how you handled the loss of Dan, and we know he's in God's kingdom. Amen to that, Tim. He's 64 years old. He's been retired for seven years, started a part-time job. His wife is running an accounting business, and they're using the income model. 13% of their total investments is in ETF2, and it's up 39%. 1% is in ETF5, and it's down 3.5%. They're taking about 70% of dividends out of a rollover IRA and reinvesting what we what they don't need into an investment account. Should we sell off ETF2 and reallocate? That's his question. I would hold off um, at this point in time. We are working on some of the models. The income model won't change a whole lot, but um, it will change just a little bit. So um, I would say sit tight with it. Uh, wait for the next two or three weeks. We're going to be having some updates to those. We've already had a couple of updates to the 55 and 65 allocations, and we're working on the other ones. We're getting real close to having the buy list become active again. It is. I mean, there are a few things on the buy list right now that you can work on in your portfolio, but we're looking at getting it going. We're, we're very, very close, and our target date is for um, – whatever that Monday is after, I guess it's July 11th. So that's our target date for getting the uh, buy list going again. Awesome, Shanna. That's good stuff. Then we've got Terry saying, thanks for all you're doing to help us continue to move forward in this volatile market. We're in the 65 into retirement model. Both my husband and I will be turning 73 this year. We do not currently hold any ETF, and I need to check and see if they're considered part of the 15% of the cash equivalent investments. If so, could you please recommend several of them to us? Also, can you give us other suggestions for the cash equivalent the cash equivalent category? And one last question, is this an okay time to add to our Timothy mutual funds? Okay. Lots of questions there. So the ETFs that are on the buy list right now are not part of the cash strategy. They are um, they are a separate part of the strategy. They are the equity part of the or part of the equity part of the portfolio. So I would not not necessarily use those. There are, I think, maybe one or two ETFs that are in the cash equivalent part of the portfolio, that that would be okay. Just make sure that you understand the difference. And I'm sorry, I don't have the, the call letters here in front of me to tell you what those are, but you can definitely read the descriptions and you'll be able to tell if it's any of the Timothy ETFs, those are not cash parts of the strategy. And then the other question was, should you add to your Timothy funds? Um, I would say the most important place to start is to look at your allocation. If you are heavier than what is indicated for the cash and cash equivalent parts of the portfolio, then yes, you could consider adding into those right now. If you're um, doing a dollar cost averaging program where you're adding regularly in, you should never, never, never stop doing that. So don't get afraid that the market's going down because if you're in a systematic investing plan where you're consistently putting money in the same time every month, volatility is your friend. So you want to take it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Advantage of those drops as the market goes down and get those lower share prices. Awesome, Shanna. That is good stuff. Now, we've got one more here, but we're coming to the end, uh, end of the segment, and it might be a good idea for us to take a look at the ag report. I know Craig is still out right now, so we can do that if you'd like. Yes, and continue to pray for Craig. Um, he's actually lost his voice, so that's a that's a real deal killer when you're when you use your voice to to do your job. So pray for him that he gets complete and quick healing. Amen to that. Thank you, Shanna. Yeah, it's tough to be in radio when you lose your voice. So pray that he gets that back soon. <laughs> so he said uh, for today. Um, there's no real surprises in corn with quarterly stock numbers, a mere 3 million bushels more than the average trade estimate, uh, corn at the close, the December corn futures were 34 cents lower to settle at 6.19, three quarter cents. Soybeans. Meanwhile, caught traders by surprise quarterly stock number was 6 million bushels more than what the trade was looking for. It's no big deal there at the close of November soybean futures were 20 and a quarter cents lower as they finished at 14.58. Now wheat followed closely behind uh, to expectations. The stocks coming in at 5 million bushels above the average trade estimate while planted acres for all wheat were about as expected. Uh, the Minneapolis September futures were about 38 and a half cents lower to settle at $9.90. Kansas City was 39 and a half cents lower to close at $9.51 and three quarters. And Chicago was 46 cents lower to close at $8.84. Cotton futures had a nice follow up to Wednesday's limit higher move. At the close, December futures were up 136 points to settle at $98.84. Livestock futures were mixed. Meanwhile, August live cattle were 40 cents higher. Uh, August lean hog futures continued to slip, closing one dollar uh, forty seven and a half cents lower, and they settled at one hundred and two dollars and ten cents per hundred weight. August live cattle, meanwhile, settled at one hundred and thirty two point five seven five per hundred weight. 
Uh, meat cutout values all slid lower. Choice box beef end of the day, 88 cents lower to close at $264. Select boxes were 24 cents lower to settle at 240.57. Pork, car pork carcass cutout values, meanwhile, were $1.31 lower, settling at $107.25 per hundred weight. All right. Well, thanks for sharing all of that. Hopefully, Craig will be back with us tomorrow um, as we come back live with you. I'm Sheena Burt here with Financial Issues. We're going to get right to calls and some more social questions when we come back after this next break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Shanna Burt. And if you're watching, you can see the new set. And uh, Jean on Facebook, that's actually Dan's daughter, Jean, is saying that the set looks great. So thanks, Jean, for that encouragement. And if you can hear the background noise, that is rain and that is thunder. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're working on all of these technology issues. And we thank you for bearing with us as we're um, working through all of these things, but I will tell you, rain is a sign of favor from the Lord. So he is really pouring it out today. So I hope it's not too distracting to hear that in the background, but let's just be thankful for the favor of God on this ministry and on all of our lives as we dedicate all of our resources, our time, our talent, and mostly our treasure. That's mostly what we talk about here on financial issues as we dedicate those to the Lord. So, well, let's get right to calls on this Rapid Fire Friday. We have Abby calling from Florida. Hi, Abby. Hey, I'm actually from Texas. Oh, okay. We love some of that in West Texas, some of that rain and thunder. It's pretty dry here. Hey, I wanted to tell you that I'm so thankful for your passion. You have the same passion that Dan had especially when you go on your rant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my mom and dad, they were excellent stewards of their money. Mom passed away a little over a week ago. They've always given back to the Lord. And um, me and my two brothers stand to inherit um, their, um, a lot of their stuff. And um, her greatest desire was for us to also be good stewards. Um, I was wondering if there's a podcast from Dan that I can share with my family, with my brothers and all of our kiddos so that they can also hear mom and dad's heart to be biblically responsible. Dan shaped um, the way that we invest our money. We have uh, quite a large portion of our inheritance invested through Fidelity in biblically responsible companies. And I just wanted your thoughts on something. I know I've, I've been listening to different things that he did, that he said, but if there's anything that just kind of in a nutshell um, explains what Dan's heart was to be biblically responsible. Well, that's a great thing. I know that you're really going to miss your mom, but I know that you're rejoicing uh, that she is now with, with her Lord and Savior, as well as is Dan. 
So there are, on the partner side of the website, there are a lot of videos that talk about what biblically responsible investing is. Um, you can go through all of those clips and, you know, they're, they're titled pretty well. Also, if you do Facebook, there's a lot of videos on there. They're, they're broken down into some really short clips and I believe on YouTube as well. Um, you know, it's a really great thing. And that's what we talk about here. One of the stewardship things that um, we need to be diligent in is to pass down our faith to our children. So it warms my heart so much to hear that your parents were such faithful stewards. And not only have they left you money in the form of, you know, resources in the form of money, but they have more importantly left you a legacy. So as they've left this portfolio of biblically responsible stocks, I think it's a great thing. Um, if your siblings maybe are not partners of the ministry, uh, maybe invest that 85 or $124 a year to get them a membership so that they can go in and they can learn about what all it means to be biblically responsible. They don't have to listen to the show every day, but they can get in on that partner website. They can go to, um, you, you can even do it for free. If you get the phone app, you can go into all of those podcasts. You just have to, um, they're just labeled by date. So you just have to go in and start listening and, and hope you get the content that you want. Um, but on the partner side, you can access all of those videos. So that might be a great place to start. Okay, that sounds good. Um, yeah, we, you know, I don't know exactly how this fidelity thing is going to work. Um, we were each three beneficiaries, and I'm not sure um, how that's going to break down, I guess. I don't know if we just inherit the um, the investments or if we if they give us the money. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Do you? Or not. You don't. I'm sorry, you cut out. Is it an IRA account or a not an IRA? It's not in an IRA account. Okay. So typically the way that things work, if um, I always recommend that people set them up as a transfer on death, designation. Um, if you have an account that's a transfer on death or you have an IRA, those are what we call non-probate assets. So they don't come under the jurisdiction of the will. They have beneficiaries listed. So all you have to do, and you may have started this process already, is to get them a death certificate. And then what happens is that each beneficiary has their own account set up. And normally, I mean, I know the way that it's done where I am, and in most places, I would imagine, will just um, split it up. Like I think you said maybe three beneficiaries. So what happens is if you have 90 shares of a particular stock, each of the three beneficiaries gets 30. So it's just split up equally. And then once it transfers into the individual account, then each person gets the autonomy to decide what to do with their portion of it. Okay. All right. So in other words, pre all of that, um, we have an account, but my brothers, they don't. So they would need to set up an account or an account will automatically set up for them when we send the death certificate. 
normally what will happen is that they will reach out. They will, because they have the responsibility to make sure that it gets um, divided up and uh, distributed correctly, they will have you set up an account there, and they will make all of that so that they have the paper trail and they'll have everything um, distributed. Once once it's done that way, you have the freedom to move it wherever you want. So you can can you can leave it on that platform. You can transfer it to a different platform, or you know you can ask them to sell everything and send you the money if you want. Okay. All right. Um, and then when we sell, is that when we would pay taxes on that money? Cost basis. So if they had some big gains in their positions, um, that tax liability is now gone as it gets a step up. So it steps up to whatever the value was on the date that your mom passed. And that's where the clock starts ticking for you. So if you have gains over and above that, that's when you could possibly be subject to capital gains tax. Okay. All right. You've been a great help. I appreciate it, Shannon. Keep up Dan's good work. Your siblings, it's great that your parents were so diligent in taking their stewardship responsibilities very seriously, and I would pass that on as a legacy. All right. So, Seth, I believe we've got some things on social, right? Yes, we do, Shannon. We've got a couple things here. Uh, I love the shout out you gave to Jean. That was awesome. Jean, thanks for watching. We love you, sister. Um, Rena is asking, what do you think of insurance annuity for an IRA? Well, I've kind of answered this question a little bit in the second segment and the last segment. Um, I'm not a fan, and Dan wasn't a huge fan of annuities, especially in an IRA account. Annuities were created under um, the same part of the tax code that created individual retirement accounts. And basically, they give you one of the things that they give you is tax deferral on your money, which is similar to what you have with an IRA. So you can put money in, and it grows. Uh, it can grow and it's sheltered from taxes until you start to take it out. Well, you have that same benefit with an IRA, so you don't really need to duplicate that. The only other reason I would suspect that it's being recommended for you is because of the guarantees that come with it. So those guarantees a lot of times are not necessarily what you think they are. If you take some time to be diligent in finding out, reading the contract, if you can understand it, talking to the advisor who may be recommending it to you, and you can get a really good understanding. And I would have, I would say, have some great dialogue and just ask the question. So this is how I understand it. Is it, is it a guarantee that I will never lose money? And have them explain that to you and explain what that means. Because so many times the guarantees are not what people understand them to be. Um, if you go through all of that and you understand all of the guarantees and how they work, and more importantly, what they cost you and what kind of liquidity you give up to get into that contract because you're not going to be able to get out of it right away without having it cost you some money. Um, but if you understand all of those things and you still consider it to be a good thing, then then I guess you could go ahead with it. Um uh, most of the time when people really understand those benefits, that the guarantees that they get and what those guarantees cost, 
they come to the conclusion that they're not really worth paying for. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of annuities. Awesome, Shanna. Good stuff. We might have time for one more encouragement here. Uh, we got thank you, Mrs. Shanna. Brother Dan picked a blessing of brilliant folks such as yourself by the faith and grace of uh, God for his glory. Amen. I found financial issues on CSN International first, radio station FM 90.5. Then on the free Google app, I enjoy the radio or Facebook, preferably Facebook. So with that said, may the Lord richly bless you, my sister in Christ. Amen and amen. Have a blessed week and the Lord uh, and will have a blessed remaining week. Thank you, Hector. That's great. That's great. So thank you for that encouragement. And there are so many ways that you can watch us. You know, we're on a lot of different radio stations across the country. Um, if you're not hearing us on the radio station that you were hearing us on before, we encourage you reach out to them and tell them that you want to you want them to put financial issues back on the air or keep it on the air. They're very responsive to their listeners because they really desire to give them what they want. So we're going to continue on this Rapid Fire Friday. I've got a couple of calls to get to when we get back, and then I'll wrap up with some of my thoughts on this Independence Day weekend. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The opinions and recommendations expressed on this show do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Well, welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Shanna Burt, and this is Rapid Fire Friday. We're getting right to your to your questions. So let's go to, I'm um, not sure who's up next. Uh, is that Blair? Okay, Blair's calling us from Virginia. Hi, Blair. And then Blair, how are you doing today? Shannon, can you hear me? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Can you hear me, Shannon? Hey, Blair, she's, she's uh, gotcha. Yep, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Shannon, Blair from Virginia. Um, happy 4th of July weekend, and just want to thank you. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. I've been a um, supporter of financial issues for over three years, and it has been uh, a blessing in many, many ways. And you step in those big shoes of Dan is just awesome. Uh, may God bless you and keep you keep this going in the right direction. Shannon, I, I have a, I cannot hear you. Um, so I'm going to ask, I cannot hear you. I'm going to ask the question and then uh, hopefully listen live. But I am currently 16% over in cash and would like to get it back into the market. I'm well diversified from our portfolio, which is 55 to 65. Where I'm not diver- well diversified are in two gap two categories where I'm way down. One is the Timothy defensive strategy, which I should be at 10%. And the other one is the TPHE or Timothy LM value. I'm way down in that. And I don't know if I'm, I want to get into that. Do I get into both of those or just one? And since I can't hear you, I'm going to hang up and listen to you on the radio. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for your partnership. We really appreciate that. And the short answer to that is yes. So if you're over in cash, we're down in the markets. It's a good time. I can't say that it won't go lower, but it's it's a good opportunity whether it goes lower or it doesn't. At some point, it's, you know, um, I feel good that it's going to come back. That's not a guarantee, but I feel good about that. So, yes, I would go ahead if you're over in cash, and that's the key there is that the allocation, the overage in cash, I would go ahead and um, fill in those defensive strategies and the TPHE, which is also a defensive strategy. It's an equity position, but the E means enhanced. So it has some features to move to cash Uh and to redeploy the cash when certain triggers are reached in the market. So, yep, I would do exactly what you said. So thanks for calling. Let's get to Steve. Steve is calling us from Mississippi. Hey, Shanna. Thank you for taking my call. I just have a question about I-bonds. I've been hearing you talk about those some in the last week. When I look at it um, online, it says you're guaranteed 9.62% interest for the first six months. One question I have is, after six months, do you have any idea what kind of interest you're looking at? And then the way I understand it, I think you have to hold a bond at least a year. And if you don't hold it five years, you'll be penalized uh, the last three months' interest. So do you have any idea about the interest after the six months, what it might be? Yep. 
So you have a, a very good understanding of how they work. And the I-bonds are tied. They're called I-bonds because they're tied to inflation. So it's just going to depend on what happens with inflation. Um, I suspect that inflation is going to hang around for quite a bit. We may have uh, peaked out. We may have seen the the height of it. I just don't know. Some of the things that, that may contribute to that is we're predicted to have a pretty active hurricane season this summer and a pretty active season in the Gulf of Mexico. So if that happens, that tends to uh, mess with production even more as some of those rigs have to be shut down um, for the storms. And then if any of the infrastructure, you know, a lot of the infrastructure for refining is on the Gulf Coast too. So if if those operations are disrupted, we could see, you know, higher uh, gasoline prices, which is, you know, a major driver in inflation right now. So it's going to be tied to whatever happens with inflation. Um, I think, you know, you're you're limited to $10,000 a year per person in that. So I think it would be, I think it is a good place for some of the that cash or cash equivalent in your portfolio. Well, I'm 61, so I don't want to tie money up for a long time. But even, even if I put it in there five years and you pay the three-month penalty, it still looks better than other stuff out there now. Is that a correct assessment? That is a correct assessment. And at 61, you know, I mean, unless you have plans to spend that money in the short term, your life expectancy is a good probably, you know, 20 to 30 years. So to me, that is quite a long time. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Steve, for calling. Well, folks, I just want to wrap up today's program with some of my thoughts about the holiday that we're coming up on. So we won't be live with you here Monday because we will be celebrating Independence Day with our families. And, you know, the thing that we're celebrating is our freedom in this country. And we were looking for the clip of Dan, how he talks about he reads the preamble and then he he has some thoughts and he says, you know, what about this don't we understand anymore? So the preamble of our Constitution says that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That means, folks, that we believe that we are founded in this country on the belief that God created us and that God gave us our rights and that God gave us our freedoms. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. That is the purpose of government, is to protect and defend these rights, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government. So as we're watching these January 6th hearings, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but I just do want to make mention of it. You know, um, President Trump is being accused of inciting an insurrection. Well, I will just tell you that our Constitution gives us the right to throw out our government, if it's not representing the will of the people. And I would say if we're not there, we're really close. Now, I'm more in favor of doing it at the voting booth. But, you know, if those if if those rights are threatened because of fraud and shenanigans that are happening there, then we as Christians have the right to replace our government. 
by whatever means we so choose. So the scripture that the Lord gave me for Independence Day is Galatians 5, 1, and it says it is for freedom that, that Christ has set us free. So America, we need to walk out that freedom. We are called to be salt and light, and we are called to participate in the privilege of making his kingdom come. We have been set free, not so that we can do whatever we want, whenever we want to do it, that we can gratify our flesh. We have been set free so that we can follow Christ. Apart from what Jesus did to make us right, we are some really, really sinful, awful people. You know, it reminds me of what the Lord did when he freed the Hebrews from Egypt. If you remember, Moses' request to Pharaoh was that they be set free so that they could journey into the wilderness and worship the Lord. They were requesting freedom, even though it was just temporary at first. They were requesting freedom from a godless ruler so that they could place themselves under the rule of a good God. So as much as it pains most of us to hear it because we think that we have the right to do whatever we want, you know, we're so consumed with exerting those rights and talking about those rights and protesting about those rights. But the truth is created beings cannot be totally sovereign or totally autonomous. It's true. We have free will. But that will only gives us the freedom to choose who we will serve. So we can put on the yoke of Christ, whose burden is light and whose yoke is easy, whose plans for us are good and to prosper us, or we can choose the harsh taskmaster of sin and the flesh. So what does that have to do with the 4th of July and Independence Day? Well, in this country, we celebrate our freedom, much like the Israelites who celebrated Passover every year to remember that they were once governed and controlled by evil masters. And God set them free. Our forefathers fled England to pursue religious freedom. Galatians 1 again says that it is for freedom that we have been set free. So just like the Israelites, our forefathers left an oppressive country that was infringing on their God-given rights to be free to worship. As much as those who are trying to rewrite history, <laughs> this country was founded by those, re those fleeing religious persecution. America was founded by a group of people who desired to worship the same God who delivered the Hebrews, the one true God. Our constitution from the very beginning was to protect those freedoms that Jesus Christ died to give us. But we have taken this freedom for granted over the generations. We have become just like those stiff-necked Israelites who did evil in the eyes of the Lord and went astray. We have to go back to the instructions found in Scripture to be diligent, to recall to our children the victories and the goodness that the Lord has done in our lives and in the nation, in the history of this nation. If we choose, for example, to have reproductive freedom in our bodies and snuff out the life that begins at, con at conception, at some point we have to acknowledge what caused that and we have to acknowledge and accept the consequences of that. There is a natural law that just takes over once a person becomes pregnant and it results in the life of a person. And our rights end where another person's rights begin. If we decide to live according to the flesh, there is no satisfying it. It will be an endless journey into the depths of, de of depravity. 
So we have to take back this country. We have to live according to the law of Christ. And we have to remember that Jesus is coming back. There's going to be a test. Let's be found good and faithful stewards of everything that the Lord has trusted us with. Well, we'll be back on Tuesday. Come back and join us then. I'm Shana Burke with Financial Issues. Then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.